we might be upset, but not at what's happening in that moment. There's a deeper issue. There's a root cause for what's making us upset. And he was able to identify that before I was in me. So he identified that for me came back with the solution. So once I thought about that, I had to call him back and I was like, you know, thank you. I was like, I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yeah, you yeah. know. No, that's, um, oh my God. That is, that is, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. That's it. Like that's, that's working out. That's fixing it. That's making it happen. Like everything that we're about on our, on our make it happen Mondays, work it out Wednesdays, fix it on Friday. Like that's what it's about. And that, that's, that's the pathway to making marriage easy. That's the road to making marriage easy. Now that that's established, now he'll do that all the time now. Mm -hmm. He'll think about, okay, before I do that, let me be sure that I got all my... That's going to eliminate so much of stuff that people go through when it comes to... But, but it's because he's been in a culture and in a community where he's hearing, you know, start with you first. You know, go, go through this process first. Think about this first. Like, like you have to hear, we have to hear this and we have to hear it. And, and that's the beautiful thing about... Uh, the Coffee in the Morning Club community is is the language that's being spoken. Welcome to another episode of Win As One Gospel Love Edition. I'm Aviance. I'm Aramis. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Coach D. So yesterday we had a coffee, our, our Coffee in the Morning Club. Um, I don't know. Do we call them session calls? Coaching session. Call, yeah. Call group. Coaching group, session. Call group, group coaching session. Hang so, out. Right. All so. Kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so on Fridays we have our Fix It Fridays, yeah. um, and it was really, really good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, Folks were talking about how they fix stuff. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Fix yes. it. I think Airman said something about self correction too. Oh, that was the gosh. goal. Yeah. How'd you say that? Yeah. Uh, well, you said. You I said, said it, but then you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I said yesterday is when, when you get to when you get to the next level of identifying as a lover. You will self-correct, right? Right. And that's, that was that's it. that was something that I, I, I stepped into the realm of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, very recently. Praise so it was God. quite exciting. I think that's worthy of, of of starting off though the whole incident. because that, that self-correction, if if couples can see that, yeah, then it'll save them some money. They're saving some time. Because they ain't got to call Coach D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they ain't got to call the coach. Yeah. See, my goal is to, is, is to work myself out of, because I can sit at home all day and read my Bible and think on the Word of God and, you know, chase less around the house. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> well, but when you can, can self-correct, it's like, man, that, that's, that's, that's where I want my folks to be, to where they can sit down and they can think about, okay, okay, here's what it is. Okay, here's how we do it. Okay. And if that don't work, then call Coach D. But you know, but the self correction is the ultimate, ultimate expression of maturity in love. Yeah. And you had an instance where. So you, you got you folks me, praising you, God. Uh, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, it would have been what the day before yesterday, now, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so the day before yesterday, uh, we had a situation where uh, I was I was trying to I was I was trying to make a plan for today, Saturday, and. Uh, you know, I took I took the initiative, trying you know take care of some things, and, mm -hmm. and you know thinking that I was feeling pretty good about myself. I'm, I'm taking care of business. I'm making the plans. She ain't got to worry about nothing. So I call Caitlin, and and she has the opposite reaction of what I was expecting. <laughs> right. And and, <laughs> and so I was caught off guard by that, you know. But uh, again, you know, ma maintaining, trying to maintain the peace, trying to steer the conversation, and keep it about you know coming into oneness by the end of the conversation and 
it just didn't seem to be flowing right. Like mm-hmm. it was just it wasn't getting there, right? And so, you know, we 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 get off the phone for a minute because because you know we both we both just needed a minute, and um, you know, so I I I called you mm-hmm. and you didn't answer, which mm-hmm. is rare. Yeah. But then I started thinking, and the thought came to me: when when you identify as a lover, you can self-correct. Mm. And so I just started thinking. And okay, I said this weeks ago. Yeah, 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 this while ago, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So 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 I started thinking on it. I think like, man, what what could I have done better? What could I have done differently? What what did I miss? And I started thinking about it. Okay, well, these were her issues, right? Her issue was. I didn't. I didn't talk to two specific people that I needed to talk to before I made the plan. Mm. Okay, what else could it be? Was was my tone with? So I, I went through this whole process. At the end of it all, I ended up calling her back, and I said to her, "I said, how would you have reacted if I had talked to the to these two people first and got that squared away?" And she said, "I, I would have felt better." Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, then I apologize that I right. didn't do that in the future. I'm going to make man, sure I take care of that. So, man, that's, and I, <laughs> man, that's, just, that's and it just, for me as a coach, that's thrilling. That's the thrill <laughs> as a coach. That's the thrill to see a, to see a player, to see a person, to see a, a, a son, get it, to get it, to get it without having to get it. I mean, to have, have, having to get that power, <laughs> to get it without having to get it. <laughs> like that's the thrill of it. It's, it's, to, it's to create a, a culture and a community um, and I'm referencing Coffee in the Morning Club to where, to where, like, like we, like they get it, like, like he got it, like he called me, which is the norm, which I, don't, I can't even remember why I didn't answer the phone call. I don't even remember what I was doing, but Probably I know it. Oh uh, no, 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 she was gone. She was gone. No, it was in the morning, right? This is a.m. Like afternoon, like ten. Yeah, so she was, she was, she was gone. She was, she was at the, at the workhouse. So I don't know, but anyway, to, that's the thrill. Is to be able to um, hear a a testimony like that of how, you know, um, he was able to work through the processes of loving, right? Start with me first. I don't know. Well, I say that all the time. It's like, like, did I do everything that I could do to cause this situation to be different, you know? And so to get to that point and to get to that place, you know, is a praise God moment. Sure <laughs> is. It really sure is. is. I mean, and, and you said, and then and then you had a response mm-hmm. after he called you did what he did you had a response to him which was uh, I called him back normally after those situations I also called D <laughs> <laughs> um, but I knew he was busy at the time so I was like okay um, and then he actually called me back <laughs> and I feel bad but the first thing I said after he said that I was like did you talk to D <laughs> I literally said that I was like you talked to D right. he's like no I didn't talk really? to D <laughs> I was like, oh. That's good. Yeah, I didn't know that. You left yeah. that out yesterday. No, That's yeah, good. I said that. I was, I was, after he said what he said, I was like, mm-mm. Right. He talked to somebody. <laughs> but, but, um. No, he talked to me. He talked to me. He talked to me. He talked to me. But, um, um, so, you know, I was still in my feelings in that, in that phone call. Um, so, you know, I, I answered his, you know, what he asked. Would I have reacted differently? And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I would have reacted differently had you cover all the bases that I would have covered in that scenario so I mean you know I was still a little bit I was dealing with my my feelings at the moment so you know that was the end of that we, we hung up and after we hung up I really thought about it I was like man he really thought it through after the initial phone call and you know he thought about what I needed he thought about what could be my real issue and I, that's something we talked about on the call yesterday sometimes you know we might not we might be upset 
but not at what's happening in that moment. There's a deeper issue. There's a root cause for what's making us upset. And he was able to identify that before I was in me. So he mm-hmm. identified that for me came back with the solution so once i thought about that i had to call him back and i was like you know thank you i was like i appreciate that i appreciate you yeah, you yeah. know no, that's, um, oh my god you know? that is that is that's it yeah. that's it like that's that's working out that's fixing it that's making it happen like everything that we're about on our on our make it happen mondays work it out wednesdays fix it on friday like that's what it's about and that that's that's the pathway to making marriage easy that's the road to making marriage easy. Now that that's established, now he'll do that all the time now. Mm-hmm. He'll think about, okay, before I do that, let me be sure that I got all my... That's going to eliminate so much of stuff that people go through when it comes to... But, but it's because he's been in a culture and in a community where he's hearing, you know, start with you first. You know, go, go through this process first. Think about this first. Like, like, you have to hear, we have to hear this and we have to hear it. And, and that's the beautiful thing about... Uh, the Coffee in the Morning Club community is is the language that's being spoken. Mm-hmm. It's so different. It's so different. And one of the things we want to talk about today is, <laughs> like, when we speak, it's special. When we speak, it's special. And I know that's, that's like, almost probably a, an understatement, but when we speak, it's special. And here's why, because we don't speak, and I, I don't know what the percentage might be, it, might, it will vary with people, but we don't speak everything we think. So when we do speak, it was intended to be special. Mm. Whenever I say something, like I'm like like God created us to be speaking spirits. Like in the spirit realm, speaking is the is the primary mode of of operation. Is speaking in the spirit realm. Like we get things, you get things done in the spirit through speaking. Um, um, there used to be an old uh, the the a game we used to play called Simon Says, mm-hmm. right? Whatever Simon said, you did. Right. That was a, that was a great uh, metaphor picture of what happens in the spirit realm. God speaks things into existence. Man was designed to function as he functioned. And when we speak, it's, it's, there's a there's a there's a uniqueness. It's special. Every word we every word we release out of our mouth is special. That's why Jesus said every idle word man shall speak. Right. I shouldn't be speaking idle words. That word idle actually means unemployed. Every in, every purposeless word. I just don't say things haphazardly. When I say something, when I speak something, something's happening. We don't realize that. Something's happening. Like something's forming. Something's being created. Whenever we speak, whatever we say, something in, in, in our words impact us more than anybody else. You create a framework within ourselves when we speak, when we release words out of our mouth. And, and the language that was being used yesterday in the in the in the call was just I was just ecstatic. I wish I could do a backflip. So, <laughs> okay, so I kind of still and I know we have something, but I kind of yeah, still want to stay on this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, Aramis, you've actually said that too that you you've noticed the the language that's being spoken on mm-hmm. the call. So, can you just talk about that a little bit about like how how you're hearing the language from certain people and like what really struck you about what something was being said? Well, just how many different people were speaking the language, and we've only been we've only been doing the call for what two and a half months. Yeah, two and a half months. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what nine, maybe ten weeks of three calls. It's not like we've been together every day, but yeah. that speaks to how 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 great of an atmosphere it is for people, and how they absorbed it, and how they've kind of. Um, surrendered to love and bought into the culture and and and, and 
and how transformative the culture is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to see that in such a short period of time, we have, we have what, 10, 12 couples? Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, here? somewhere, I mean, 25, oh, so then the, 25, the 30 people. Because we have uh, about No, almost. no, yeah, it's probably, we probably have a few more couples than that. It's probably 15, 15, 16 couples, and then the we average are. 25 to 30 people on the call. Right, and it's right. not just in New York State, it's yeah, they have right. the country, yeah, they have right? So, so those are 15 households that are going to begin changing right. their generations. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that's that that is just such a huge impact right off the bat. And then you 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 think about the the current impact in the house and how how their how their lifestyle is changing and and I mean they they people are referring friends friends yeah. every day. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, and we, we end up at least, you know, every call we end up with one new person, right? right. Mm-hmm. So what does that speak to? That speaks to someone else noticing a difference in their behavior or their language or, 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 or their 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 uh, employment of the of, of the culture that they're that they're in in other areas of their life. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's just it, it's amazing. Well and the, the the love and here's what people we don't we don't we don't quite grasp the the bigness i'm gonna use that word mm. the bigness of love the bible describes it as it as the breath the length the depth and the height and the fullness of god like love is the fullness of of of, of who god is and what god is about and the essence of it and and love comes with its own culture love is the culture of god love comes with, when you think about the components of, of culture the, the primary and the most important component of culture is language. Whenever a king would take over territory, um, the first thing he would do, he would change the language. He would send the envoy to go change the way that people speak. Well, love comes with its own culture, which first and foremost has its own language. The way you speak and the way you say things uh, within the confines of your marital relationship is what will formulate the, the, the culture and the atmosphere by which we relate to each other. Like that, that level of relating, just that simple level of relating has a domino effect throughout the rest of the day. When you can, when you can deal with one issue, then that, that eliminates you having to deal with 10 other issues that will come possibly behind that. And when you do that consistently enough, marriage will seem easy. Marriage will come across as easy now because, because I've, I've done one, I've made one simple fix. And you know, we, 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 I shouldn't say we joke, but we, we, uh, we said this in a couple of podcasts ago that I can, I can fix most marriages in just one move. In just one move. And that, but that move is so comprehensive. It's so impactful. It impacts so many different compartments of the marital uh, relationship. It meets so many of the demands of the relationship. And what we think, we think, um, problems come sequentially, right? If you eliminate one problem, you eliminate 10 other problems that come behind right. it, right? So all I got to do is deal with this one issue and that's going to knock down 10, 15 more issues. And so when we say that, the, 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 primary, the primary issue we're talking about is identifying as a lover right. because, because you'll speak a certain way, you'll think a certain way. So I like that. He, he always says that, too, how everything can be fixed in one move. And I'm sure every single time somebody hears that, you're like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one move. <laughs> but like you said, it's such a comprehensive answer yeah, to right, that. Right, um, yeah. Caitlin, I want to come to you. Mm. So seeing the, the changes of Aramis identifying more as a lover, what is that doing for you? How are you responding? Making him praise God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. go. Yeah, so how are, are, are you changing inside as well? Your, 
your responses to him. Mm. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start with the mm? Can we start with that? We've been together a long, long, long time. Yeah. Um, but no, we're at a point where we're where we're relearning certain things and we're building uh, a stronger foundation than what we had previously. So in those moments, you know might be a little you know i'm still growing as well i'm in my mind i'm like like you is said this real did, <laughs> yeah, let me yeah, see let me it's see a lot of that. you know yeah, well, the yeah. thing too is well, did you talk to d yeah. That, that, yeah. that that epitomizes her thought process yeah. where, where they are right now right but it don't it won't always be like that right. no no it won't it won't you know so i'm learning to grow as well like you you know like as you mentioned it's, it's helping me to grow more in the areas that we need to grow in and um we're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're growing little by little. I think it's interesting how what you said kind of goes in line with how Leslie felt about you. Mm, yeah. Like, is this Very real? Much so. like, Very much so. Very much so. Like, who is this dude? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what, who you, you okay? Like, right. she was like, like, I don't know who this is, mm. you know, but that's what love will do. So do you feel as if, and you, you two can answer as well, do you feel as if once you start identifying as a lover, there are certain things in your marriage that you have to completely destroy and build back up? There will be a um, uh, a rebuilding process, and you know that, that's a great question because one of the one of the subject matters we wanted to deal with today was if, if, if well I'm sorry from Pixar Friday was if you can fix your mi- your mind and your mouth, you can you can you can produce a magnificent marriage. The, the theme of the last couple of weeks has been manifesting the marriage you've always imagined. How do you manifest the marriage you've always imagined? And we've concluded that if you can fix your mind and your mouth, and when you talk about rebuilding. Uh, two things you have to do in order to rebuild. You have to have your mind renewed and you have to have your mouth made. You have to change the mechanics of your mouth, right? Um, when you talk about renewing the mind, wh- what, what is marriage? Most people don't even define marriage. They don't even, you know, they have no definition for marriage. They have no definition for husbandry. They have no definition for wifery. They have no definition for the conclusion of marriage. They're like, they, they're just, um, they're doing things amiss. And when you do something amiss, then you end up in a amiss place, right? So we have to, reconstruct the way we think about marriage. And one of the things that we talked about on the call was that marriage is about the mandate. What is marriage really about? It's about the mandate that's upon man, which includes male and female, the man's, the male and female's life, the husband and the wife's life. It's the mandate. And God gave us that fivefold mandate way back in Genesis 1, chapter 26, when he talks about having dominion. The conclusion of it is dominion, or the word dominion is the word for mastery. God has called you to have dominion together in a, in a certain sphere of life. Whatever that sphere of life is, you have to discover that and go through that process. But it's, it's really about the mandate. It's about the man and the woman having an assignment. You have something that you're supposed to accomplish in this life together. What is that? You, you're supposed to impact uh, generations, at least at least two generations. We're supposed to impact at least two generations. What is that? How are you, how you composed to do that? And when you see that marriage, this thing is so much bigger than me and my husband. This is so much bigger than me and my what I want from this and how I want life and I want to live and whatever I want to live. And it's, it's so much bigger than you. When you see that this is something that I'm called to come together that people will be talking about me two and three hundred years from now. The bigness of marriage. Yeah. Like that's what it's about. I want people talking about me, my, my, my children's children, my great-great-grandchildren. They, they'll be talking about the impact that grandpa, great-great-great-grandpa and grandma had because we've decided to have marriage founded and built upon the, the, the biblical 
principles and laws that govern marriage. And, and that's basically what we do. We coach couples how to experience the, the joys and the jubilance of marriage through, through the biblical principles that's right there before us. Like how to be successful in marriage through the biblical principles. And that's, that's what we coach couples into. But it starts with the reconstruction and how you see marriage, right? It's, it's about the mandate, right? How you see headship, right? What Aramis just, just uh, demonstrated was leading by loving. Right? We're called the lead by love. Headship, when the Bible talks about the man being the head of the wife, it's talking about how we, it's talking about leadership. And man is designed to lead by loving. He was loving or leading in a loving way when he called back the second time and saying, if I had to call back and if I had to do like this, how would this happen? Okay, I apologize, blah, blah. Now going forward, he's going to lead in a different manner. When he leads in that, in that manner, submission is easy. Folks will be, they will, they will be praising God to submit, <laughs> right? It's, it's easy to submit when you have a leader that's leading you by love and not by coercion, not by force, not by might, not by anger, not by bitterness, not by suppression, right? Not by, not by making you feel less than what you are, making you feel dependent upon them. But when you have someone leading you to life and leading you by love, like it's, it's more gratifying for a wife to be led by love in the sense that he's bringing out the best in me. He's, he's, he's building me up, he's strengthening me. Like th there's a sense of, of, of allegiance and devotion that a wife can give to a whole nother degree than she could if she felt dependent, helpless, needy on her particular husband. Like it's just so different when you lead by love and then when you lead by any other way. So that, that's the mind of a lover, and that's the reconstruction that we have to do, is we have to rebuild husbands to lead by love, and not by all the other measures and, and mechanics that, that the divorce culture will teach you to lead by. And it is a, it is a um, very real thing to have to reconstruct and rebuild, uh, but, but it starts with the renewing of the mind, and the whole idea of submission goes along with that. We have to think differently about what it means to be the head and what it means to submit. Okay, so with everything that he just said, what would you two say you really had to re reconstruct, rebuild with the mindset, with the way that you spoke or anything about your marriage? What What is it that you really had to reconstruct? Um, I think... I think it just comes naturally when you start thinking as a lover, it kind of happens. I think the <laughs> hardest thing are, is to maybe break the habits of whatever cycle that you've created forever forever you know for how long you've been so we've yeah. had some you know some bad habits that we did have to get ourselves out of um as we transitioned to a uh i don't know lover's mindset i don't know <laughs> if you want to call it that um but I, I would say those maybe and then i think for for me and for us in, in our situation um, and, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying before. It's thinking the best of him. So even though I w I'm seeing him and his change and, and his renewed mind, you know, I, is it is it real? I have to I have to stop thinking that and start <laughs> thinking of him as the person that he is, not the right. person that he was prior to that. So I would say that would be the the thing I had to kind of fix or re rebuild in my my own mind. And that's actually worked too to mm. try to change your mindset yeah. about yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me it's 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 been patience has been the biggest thing for me because in the past I would present these great changes and of course she would still be skeptical because they, you know, it, it, all it took was her getting an attitude or or her, you know, coming at my throat not physically but like she she's she's very she's very sharp with her words she's very she's straight to the quick point with it. She's quick with it she's mm -hmm. quick with it she's quick with it right wait about her right so so you know to to contend with that it's like 
you know, sometimes it can be very frustrating. But I, I think overall, the, the the patience in the in the way that I that I love her now is the biggest difference to the point where, um, like, I don't even hold on to stuff anymore. That's just been something that I noticed has just changed over the last, you know, I don't know, week maybe. But you know, she, she before it was, you know. I was always very emotional. I hold on to stuff, and 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 I and I harbor on it, and I would, you know, like 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 you said, I, I would I would penalize her for it, or mm-hmm. I would I would find ways to you know withhold love because I wasn't feeling the way that I wanted to feel. Um, but to be able to um, first and foremost be patient with with my growth, and be patient with where God has taken me, and then also um, you know be patient with her noticing the changes in me has been the, the biggest the biggest change because um like and i think that's key yeah that's key for husbands and, and wives as well but for because we want our spouse to see the change yesterday right like i've changed don't you see that like i'm different don't you see no 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 you gotta be patient right <laughs> you right. gotta be patient your consistency you just be consistent mm. you just you just be a lover like you get like love is patient so if i'm in love then patience will will manifest. It'll 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 erupt forth. It's like an eruption. When there's a demand for patience, remember, marriage there's marriage comes with certain demands. It just so happened that God created those demands of marriage based on the attributes of love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I that I, I mean that sounds simple, but it's, it's it's profound. When as a provider, we talked about this I think two podcasts ago. Everybody know God as Jehovah Jireh. Okay, right. But what does that mean? The, our provider has a provisional system. Most folks don't, know, don't even know what the provisional system is all about. But he provides, he provides solutions before the problems ever exist because he sees the problems in advance. So marriage comes with its own demands. When right. God created the demands of marriage, so uh, just to name a few of the demands of marriage would be patience, keeping no record of wrong, forgiveness, mercy. These are the demands. Marriage will demand these things of you. Well, well, the demands of marriage didn't come until after God created the characteristics for love. So the solution of the demands of marriage was already met when he created you in his image and his likeness. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the, the demands of marriage can be met by people who identify as lovers. Because when you identify as a lover, love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is forgiving. Love is kind. So the demands of marriage are easy. No, yep. That's no big deal. I just got to abide in love. Most folks might have love in them or most folks might have the love of God in them, but they're not abiding in that love. They don't live from the idea of abiding is to live from a particular place. You got to live from that space of love. You know, you have to have a a subconscious mind and a conscious mind, a sub a, a conscious mind that's that's moved and, and, and is dictated to by the subconscious mind, which is saturated in love. When you identify as a lover, you root yourself, you ground yourself in that in that lover's in that lover's mindset, which which then erupts consciously into your everyday life. Yeah. This is where this is where we want our spouse to recognize I'm there already. But you gotta be patient even in that process. I I I think I think there's a there's a wisdom in love that comes out uh that that just automatically generates that patience. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is you know, there, there's a there, there, there are points in time where, like, if I can use um, today as an example in the car, uh, 
Caitlin wasn't sure that I was being genuine in in my reaction to a question that she asked. She asked me what I wanted to eat, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I honestly had no idea at that point, and I and 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 I was just quiet, and um, I was kind of smirking because I was thinking dirty thoughts, but but um, <laughs> I know what a dirty thought is, <laughs> but but she wasn't she wasn't picking up on what that. I want to so, eat. So I just stayed quiet, and, and, and so she asked me again, and I said, well, I'm thinking. Well, putting all that business out of the street, man. Before putting it out of the street, right? Listen, we're going to be real. So, 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 I, so, so she asked me a second time, and I said, well, I'm thinking. And, you know, we got to talking about a bunch of other stuff, and, and we got closer to town and dropping the babies off, and she asked me again, and, and same thing happened. And, and, and I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. And she said, well... I mean, what do you have a preference for? I said, well, hold on. Just because I said I was thinking don't mean you stop thinking. Like, what, what, what do you want? What do you want? So right. so anyway, long story short, she she took that as me being stubborn. And in the past, sometimes I would be. You know, it, it, it was just like, why why you forcing it all on me? Why don't you think of something for once? And, you know, that's that's not where I was. But, but I think when Caitlin was talking about coming out of, habits mm-hmm. you know that that's that's where it starts because in that instance i could have gotten offended that she thought of the you know the the person that i'm not anymore or you know all, all that kind of stuff but there was a wisdom that came about that said just just mm-hmm. just stay just stay even just mm-hmm. stay even keel just stay loving just stay you know and, and and eventually she'll 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 see it and 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 then that part of of the habits will stop and you know, we 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 start driving and and <laughs> and she she has this other thing that she does to check and see if I'm okay. She just stick her hand out right. to see if I hold her hand, right? Right, 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 right? So I grab her hand, no problem. And then and then and then halfway through the car ride, we we we're driving down Main Street. She takes her hand away. And now, and now, now I'm just like I'm like okay, Lord, what is what is going on? What is going on right now? Because I, I what is she doing? Right, that's what it felt like. It felt like no, she 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 trying this out. She trying to see how far she can go with this now. Yeah, yeah. But 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 then I started realizing like I'm I'm really like I don't have a desire to get angry about it. I re- really more so than anything, I just have a desire to get back to love, to get back right. to where we were before this conversation. You know, and, and I regularly and schedule programming. That's, that's it. That, that's what somebody yeah, said yeah. in the call like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like you said, love is love is a regular thing. That's yeah. how it should be. So, so so yeah. So I didn't press her. I didn't you know none of that. I just okay. You know, gave it some time, and then and then you know finally I, I kind of felt like okay, it was it was the right time to ask. I, I put my hand back out, and she took my hand. We just rolled with our hand together. Hand, you know, mm-hmm. holding hands, and, and and it was all good from there. And regardless of whatever else we we could have held on to i think that was a that was a major change that wouldn't have happened before mm-hmm. you know so I, I think the 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 wisdom in 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 the loving and in, in, in identifying as a lover that comes out that that's like now you're starting to get to the next level now you're starting to get to to a level where it's 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 all innately happening it's all mm-hmm. because it's innate it, it was innate to begin with you mm-hmm. know but now it's manifesting outwardly after it's manifested inwardly it- I'm sorry, and the thing you, that wasn't like you—you you, you didn't like like have to grind to work hard. Right, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's it just, just flows. It just flows. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too, yeah. because while you were telling the story, the one thing that I didn't hear is, "Okay, Aramis, do it, just do it." Right. It wasn't that. Nah. Right. I noticed just in you telling the story that 
that you are being because instead of talking to yourself about doing it, you said, okay, God, what's going on? Like you, you actually use wisdom and you actually, you actually went to the father mm -hmm. to, to ask like, okay, I know I'm being loving. So now what's going on? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another indication that you are being a lover instead of trying to be a lover. Right. And most folks live in the trying place in space, right? right? Because we're coached to try. It's hard to get to out try. of that. <laughs> right, it's hard to get out, but we're coached to try. One of the things Caitlin talked about earlier was dealing with the root of a matter instead of dealing with the fruit of a matter. Most counseling, marriage counseling, deals with the fruit of the matter. We coach you to try to do something. Yeah. Where, where, where the, the kingdom of God and the gospel is all about dealing with the root of the matter. Jesus did not come to deal with the fruit. He didn't, tell you, he didn't try to come and get us to change the way we were speaking and behaving and all that stuff. No, he, he changed us from the root. Hmm. He said, you must be born again. You have to go through a whole new, a whole new cycle of birth, because now, now you become of a whole different nature. Now you, now you, Hermes said we, we were created to love, but then we are born to love as well. We're born into loving, and when you're born into loving, now, you, now it's just about being who you are. And when we deal with the root of an issue, and and the thing that's you know a lot of times dealing with the root of the issue is, is not sexy. You know, it's not it's not popular. You know, it's not gonna have folks running around the church and jumping up and down because you gotta sit your behind down, listen, learn, and think on things, and it's just not what people want. They want people to give them, you know, ten steps to do this and you know, three steps to do that when really if I deal with the root of the matter, I just gotta get you in love. If I can get you abiding in love, then I can leave you alone. If I can get you to identify as a lover, then I can leave you alone. You know, I can just, you know, check on you every now and then and you're gonna self correct, you're gonna learn all these things. Mm -hmm. But that's dealing with the root of the matter. Yeah. Most folks they don't even they don't even they don't even deal with it. They go right to the fruit and send people on their way. Well, I think this is so good, especially for someone like me who has uh, been around you guys for a while. I can tr I I see the di difference tremendously, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy because that only means that for your kids to grow up in this environment, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. what their marriage is going to be like as well. Right. So I'm very, very proud of you guys. Well, it helps to have a pop that's going to lose his voice yelling at you. And yeah, 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 I'm going to get oh. on you in place. And, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, I still didn't ask about the details, but that's pretty interesting. What's happening? Well, no, I mean, it's just, it's just coaching. Like, it's just coaching. Okay, it's fathering. It's coaching. No, but that, I mean, every, every, everybody, and I, I think I, we said this before, but every, every couple, every marriage needs a coach. That's just what it is. Like, like life is about... Um, Constructive criticism is about being guided. It's about being led into a particular place. And we call it coaching. You know, we call it pastoring. We got different names for it, but ultimately it comes down to um, uh, a comforter as, as, as Holy Spirit functions, as one who's able to guide you and aid you into the solutions, excuse me, that'll solve the problems you face in marriage and in, in, in finances and in business, whatever it is. Um, and, and we just, we just, I love, I love being a, a coach. I love being able to lead people into where they want to go. And that's why we do what we do. Well, I think for you though, Aramis, you're not just getting coach, you're getting pop as well. So I think well, that's why right. it's a little, I, so yeah. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> At times I needed a higher decibel level. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's all yeah. You didn't hear him here. You needed him here. That's it. That's Got it. it. And I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't like to go there, but I can't. I mean, I can't think about it. I didn't know what happened. I was just like, you sick? What's wrong with your life? Nah. Went in, went in. You know, it's funny. Caitlin asked me about that. She was like, yeah. how did you feel about that? I said, I kind of take it as a badge of honor, honestly. Right, right. right. Like, the, the, the scripture says uh, uh, God chastens those who he loves. Mm -hmm. like, like, like a part of loving is chastening. 
a part of loving is saying, son, you're wrong and you need to stop it. Right. That's what it is. You need to stop thinking like that. I mean, and at times it requires a, a level of sternness that, you know, people need to hear it. You no, know? No. And that's <laughs> I what don't, I, don't, I don't think his daughters will ever hear that from him. I don't think so. I don't think we would. But no, be, not to that degree. No, no, not to that degree. That was, that was the father and son thing. That was on 10. That was yeah, on yeah, that was the father and son thing. No, that, 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 my daughters don't get that. They don't get that. No, but you know what, Caitlin? We're going to have to talk because I wonder out of all of the daughters, who would probably get that before any other daughter? Ooh. So who would we'll get have, that before any ooh. other daughter? Oh man, who would get that? Yeah. Oh, are you are you about to name it? Any other daughter? Are yeah, you about yeah, to name yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, Who would get don't, that? Don't ask him. Let me ask. <laughs> who would get that right now? Before any other daughter? This one right here. She get it. <laughs> she thinks she gonna go back with you. She gonna she gonna try to think through it with you. She gonna try to. She gonna you know, think she's right. That's a nice way of saying. <laughs> she it. gonna that's think a, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Really, really what it is. You, you she, gotta box her in. Yeah, you can't you can't give her no wiggle room. She gonna. I gotta say yo, listen, don't stop. You know. That one right there, cause she gonna think, she gonna think, she gonna think, she outthinking you. <laughs> so you gotta let it know. No, 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 stop it. <laughs> but no, yeah, that one right there. But no, to that degree, no, that was just father son thing. You know, daughters get something a little, to a little lesser degree. Well, Caitlin, you know yeah. you're on the shopping block now. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But right. she's grown well. up. She's good. She, you know. <laughs> I do know. Counselor session seems to have been working a little bit. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. All right. So we're going to end this. Um, anything you want to say about Coffee in the Morning Club before we end this one? Yeah. Um you know, I really think it's, it's, we're in the baby stages and the impact that we're seeing and we're having. Um, so if there's anybody listening or watching that, that's just, you need a community of couples where you can gather and, and hear, like we heard yesterday, couples talk about how they self-correct and how they fix it. But before they could do that, they've had to hear something. The most important element of living life is hearing. God designed it. That's why he said, be swift to hear and slow to speak. Most folks are swift to speak and slow to hear. But, but the living life, the way life was intended to be lived, begins with hearing. You have to hear. And, and our couples, in our society, because we come out of a divorce culture, you have to hear something different. You have to hear something different. Hearing will lead to you speaking in a special way. Speaking to the point to where you begin to frame your marriage, you begin to construct your marriage, you begin to lay the foundation for your marriage to function within a certain construct. And, and, and maybe, maybe in the near future we'll talk about like, like when you speak and when you say things, you box yourself, you put yourself in this framework that'll dictate how you function and operate within, it, within that construct. And if we don't speak properly, we don't hear differently, then we won't speak differently. Coffee in the Morning Club is a place where you're going to hear not how hard marriage is, not, you know, you know, marriage is not easy, not, you know, man, you, what, 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 what I heard somebody say, I heard somebody say on the, on the, on the call the other day, on the uh, clubhouse the other day, um, uh, the wedding day is, it was so silly. I hung up on the people. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it, it was, it's, it's her celebration, but it's the husband's death or some silly stuff like that. Oh, wow. It was just stupid. It was just, it was, and this man called himself saved, you know? But it's like, come on, man. I, it's, it's, so we, all that negative stuff you hear about marriage, you're not going to hear that in Coffee in the Morning Club. It's, it is the most beautiful um, mechanism of loving that God has ever created. And it's designed to produce such an intimate, pleasurable, powerful, and purposeful relationship and union between a husband and a wife that nothing else can match in life. It is the most beautiful mechanism for expressing love that God has ever created. And we talk about that in Coffee in the Morning Club, and that's what people need to hear. So they need to go to coffeeinthemorningclub.com, 
coffeeinthemorningclub.com. Click on the click on uh, fill out the, the email and, and the little information we asked you for, and get and listen. We're letting people in for free right now. Yep. Right. I'm talking about we're letting people in for free to get to hear what they need to hear in order for their marriage to be magnificent and they can manifest. It's up to us to manifest the marriage that you've always imagined. And so we got a community that will enable you to do that. Awesome. Caitlin, take us yes. out. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We will see you next week on When Is One Castle Edition. <laughs> I had to look at the banner. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us. See you then.